0: Leverage your, your strengths, be the best you every day, be the most comfortable in your comfort, comfort zone, and you don't have to be crazy every day like you and me, you know, throwing it up, throwing it down, you know what I'm saying? You know, just kind of play with your leverages, you know, know your weakness. If you like weakness and strength, if you know you're weak at book writing, don't do it. If you know you're weak at being in front of the camera, don't do it. If you know you do something you like, you have a passion, let's say in architecture or construction or coming up with new products or creativity, or even better, technology is big of these days. Podcasting. If you know you have that as a talent, do it. Pursue it. Do it and pursue it. Beautiful.
1: KT, crazy Asian here. Yeah, you're spot on. I mean, it's all about noting knowing what gets you passionate, what gets you, gets you excited, and then going all in on those different mediums, and not getting hung up on what everybody else is doing. Oh, someone else has a podcast. So and so has a YouTube channel. If you don't like those mediums, you don't want to communicate in that fashion, then don't do it. I find that the moment that you're authentic yourself, the work just comes more naturally, especially in a lot of these mediums. Sherm's out.
0: Yeah, Sherm, sure. that's a beautiful point. You know, I hear too many people, uh, I'll give you my example, In my age, too many people are, oh, dude, I'm, I'm single, man, I hate it. Well, that's one, of the, you're, you're lacking, you know, you stop focusing on that and focus on the great things you have in life, you know. Uh, gratefulness, oh, humility, that's key. You know, people are, oh, I'm not working for the right company. Oh, I'm not rich enough. You know, you get all these these side things and it's just affecting your, your motivation for the day. And it goes back to the speaking series. We're talking about personal development on a Friday. And you need to have the good leadership qualities and kind of know where you want to stand, you know. And people today, they just feel like they need to be Mr. Rich or, you know, Mr. Hot or Mr. Hot, you know, husband, whatever. It's ridiculous, you know. We need a we need a we need to realize that it's a world that we can improve and lacking in some qualities is part one.
1: K D incarnation, crazy Asian here. Yeah, I love I love that phrase. The lackers. And the funny thing about it is it's always based on the past and that that is no direct translation of what is in the future. So let me, let me give you an example. I'm lacking in income. Your income that you get on the fifteenth and thirtieth or every other week, however you're paid, is purely directly derived off of what you did the previous two weeks. So what you have right now, like the paycheck you get is already done in the past. So what you want to accomplish, what you want in the future can be something totally different. However, so many people get it stuck in this paradigm that they are exactly based on their past. And so they don't don't actually progress because they're so stuck on their own image of what they used to be that they can't get beyond their current Uh, failures. And so the moment that we can start saying to ourselves, number one, I am worth more. So whatever we feel that we're lacking, whatever we feel that we want more of, right? Whether it's relationship, whether it's physical, whether it's financial, uh, whatever that case might be, right? Spiritual. The moment that you start saying, okay, uh, this is what I want, And then you start taking some kind of action towards that goal, right? So for example, if if it's money and you want more revenue, then maybe you should go apply to a job and work from like 10 at night to three in the morning. And all of a sudden now you've earned a little bit more. Maybe you should go to the local flea market or the local, uh, you know, garage sale and buy something and then post it up on Facebook, uh, marketplace, which by the way, if you got a smartphone is as easy as going to the place, spending the $2 taking a few photos, and then uploading, which would take probably, if you don't have an account, maybe, uh, I don't know, five minutes. So again, the moment that we start taking some kind of action towards what we want and filling those voids, we no longer lack. And again, it's our perspective. If our perspective is focusing on those voids, then we're going to find ourselves not very satisfied with what we currently have in life. And that, my friends, is a very depressing state to be in. Focus on what you have. Not what you don't. Sherm's out. Bad Girl, Crazy Asian here. Thank you so much for taking the time to call and appreciate you sharing what you're going through. And isn't it amazing like how you can listen to a podcast or you can listen to something or watch something and all of a sudden you can be inspired or you can know exactly how you need to be able to make maybe make, make, a, make a slight tweak in your life to be able to really start moving forward. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to be able to share kind of your your thoughts and where you're finding yourselves. And and one of the interesting things about stress and anxiety is that I think the point of it is not to over overwhelm us, although it can, right, where stress and anxiety is kind of related almost to like a a glass of water that at first glance, it's not very heavy, it doesn't really require a lot of muscle or strength, but now hold that glass of water at a 90 degree, um, like you're going to drink it, and now hold that though for, let's say, um, two hours. All of a sudden, that that glass of water becomes daunting and overpowering, and so where where that kind of falls for each of us is that anxiety and stress really should be helping us find a different solution and a different um, a different way to do things instead of our normal routine. And by being able to take that slight change, all of a sudden we can start driving for something else. Sherm's out!
0: and lacking in some qualities like the things you can't. The thing. Put, let's put it this way. The things you can't control, don't control it. Mother Nature. You can't control that. Don't worry, about it. <coughs> don't worry about it until it affects your area. Then you can worry about it. It's just like life. The things you're lacking, don't worry about it. The time will come. Let the time progress naturally. Then you will get the perfect, you know, match, the perfect day, the perfect way to improve, the perfect promotion. You'll get perfection comes with time and time comes with perfection. It's a beautiful saying, I say it all the time. We need to take the time to realize all the great skills and strengths we have and use that to our utilization and use that to our advantages instead of just worrying about the stuff we don't care about. And you've got to be confident in yourself, you know. You've got to be confident to say, I'm not going to worry about this today. I'm going to focus straight ahead.
1: KT from the Incarnation, Crazy Asian here. Thanks for the call-in. You are so right. We We have a tendency sometimes to focus on... All those things that are totally out of our control. We cannot, we cannot control anybody else's decisions and, the, and, the, and what they're doing. And so it can, it can be really liberating the moment that we realize that we cannot control other people. We cannot control certain circumstances. Um, like if you work at a company and they, they decide to, you know, the owner decides to sell to somebody else and they have new management in, and guess what happened with your job? It got dissolved. There is literally nothing that you could have done. You could have talked to them and you know, had conversations, and you know, you could have talked to a bank and seen if you could have bought the business. The reality still gets set in that you 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 are is out of your control, and so you can wallow in the mire, which basically means complain about your current situation, or you can dust yourself off and say, you know what, this is my lot in life. Where do I go from here? And I think the moment that we can accept our particular lots in life, we find ourselves a little bit more freedom to start being ourselves. And I think that is one of the greatest pursuits and amazing places places of happiness and satisfaction in life is to fully embrace exactly who you are. Shams out. Batgirl, crazy Asian here. Thank you so much for your call in. Hopefully, you were able to listen to that everybody uh, segment one right after the each other, and you're able to recognize the value of um, of what what Batgirl was talking about. And the the Optimus definitely sees the the glass half full. Uh, and and I think of it like. Uh, let's say the, you know, we were to exercise and you have an optimist and a pessimist and they're, they're given that glass. The optimist looks at that glass and says, Hey, that's totally going to quench my thirst. And then they start drinking it. The pessimist, um, looks at that glass like, There's no way it's going to quench my thirst and might not even drink it. And if they do drink it, even when they're done, they're like, Ah, see, it didn't even quench my thirst. Even if it do- did. And so the pessimist, even with the same, um, outcome, will still see things in the wrong light. And so it, it becomes very a, a very negative spiral that someone can take their life through, a depressive spiral, as, as if they're a pessimist and constantly are seeing the negative side of things. And even if you're like an uber-critical person, you're a pessimist. Um, don't pretend like you're an optimist and you're just keeping it real. Keeping it real is, is not the right phrase for you to be like, brutally honest, um, to the, to a rude degree, or just because you decide to preface a phrase as don't be offended, but, um, you're still going to offend the person that you said that to. So as an optimist, for me, I am a total cockeyed optimist. The way that I view the world is that all things are going to work out in my favor. I just do. I believe that, you know, if, uh, no matter what thing, uh, occurs in my life, I'm, I'm always believing, Hey, you know, it, it's gonna work out of my favor. I just need to continue to keep working, and it's gonna work out of my favor. So, um, I'll give you an example of this is that, um, about over seven years ago, I, I, I went through a divorce and, um, uh, my, my ex-wife, she left the state. And so I had my three sons. So I had full custody and I still do have full custody over my sons. And so they, they stay with me throughout the school year and then they'll go visit the, my ex-wife, um, for seven weeks in the summertime. And then we alternate the, the holidays. So the, the thing to understand here is that when I was single dad is that, I didn't really complain I, I was very grateful I had, I had a good job that afforded me the ability to pay for a lot of daycare and a lot of babysitting and a lot of uh, and at one point I had a nanny um, and so I was very blessed right and so I although it was it was difficult to be able to balance everything everything through and be able to like make sure that I planned things ahead if I was gonna be out of town for work and um, and it was it was tough on my on my sons, you know, when I was out of town, just because um, there wasn't family that was watching them. And so um, I bring that up as in the moment that things were happening, my biggest stress release was exercise. And so I throw that as a question to the community: Is what do you do to release stress? What do you do to handle the anxiety in your life? Uh, for me, um, exercise is a big one. Um, talking to like um, heck, it could be a counselor, but or a really good friend that can just listen, not give me solutions. Like solutions, I don't want to hear. If I'm going through a tough situation, I just want you to listen to what I'm what I'm going through. Um, and and offer some sympathy and or, or some empathy, and then after you've listened to me just ramble on and on, maybe I'm at a point to ask for your advice. Um, another one for me is going into a steam room or a hot tub, and I don't want anybody in there. By the way, like don't talk to me if we're in the steam room together. Anyway, that's that's just that's just uh, you know locker room protocol. Um, I just want to be able to just be left to my own thoughts for like ten or fifteen minutes and just relax in that heat. And so that, that's a great way for me to be able to just relax. So what about for you guys? What is a way that you handle the stress and decompress?
0: Because if you don't focus on the, the task at hand and a, if an empo- a boss or a, a, even a fellow employer or somebody at school even sees you doing this, well, you're sure, you're sure it's not going to get a good promotion. That's for sure in the workplace. And you're probably not going to succeed at school because you're focusing on things you're chasing. Never chase anything. When you start chasing things, you become inferior and you become kind of demanding to society. You don't want to do that. So avoiding lack, lacking in qualities you don't have right now, good. Keep it that way because you've you got to focus on the stuff you're really good at, the strengths. And that's the key, keeping a straightforward mind and time, the time theory, you know. Time will heal everything. If you give time perfection, perfection will give you time. It's just a beautiful theory.
1: KT from the Incarnation, Sherm here, crazy Asian. Um, Spot on. You know, when it comes to focusing on the tasks at hand, what's constantly in front of us. I think sometimes this is where planning for the future can take away from the moment that is occurring right now, where sometimes our goals have a tendency to cause us to feel like we're lacking in something, when in reality, it's it's a recognition that we are lacking in order for us to take actions, um, actionable steps in the right direction. And so by embracing the now, like today, like so, so it's Saturday here in the United States, what are you going to do today in order to make sure that you are embracing whatever it is that you want to be doing, versus what you're feeling compelled that you should be doing? Now, for a lot of people, they work for the weekend. Um, where I love this, uh, ver- the 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 attitude of work for the weekend. Like like I enjoy working on 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 my on my business, on my craft, on my skills, and so for me. The the my van, my interpretation of that work for the working uh, work for the weekend is literally working on the weekend uh, versus most people it's come Friday they are working so that way they can have a weekend and they want to get off on Saturday and Sunday and so um, I think that can be a very depressing way to live your work week constantly looking for this Saturday and Sunday for this release. Not to say that you need to abandon your job. Is there a way to make it more enjoyable? Is there a way to be able to maybe ch- make sure that you're involved in your hobbies a little bit more often, and or maybe you're um, you can start a side hustle where you're chasing some of your passions, and maybe in twenty years your side hustle becomes your full time gig, and you can really enjoy working and and work for the weekend, um, work on the weekend, and not and not feel negative about it. And so as As you think about what you're focusing in on for your life, think about what you're, if you're embracing the now. There's such value in stop accepting, or no, no, stop assuming that you're gonna be given the next day. Truly embrace, be grateful for every single day that you're given. Some of them might suck, right? Like you might unfortunately have to go to a doctor because you're not feeling well um, on, on one day, but you're still alive. And I know that each of us can find at least three things that we could be grateful for that we weren't grateful for the day before. And, and oftentimes it's somebody that's a little bit more cynical be like, well, no, I'm, I'm not grateful for anything. My life sucks. Then you probably haven't talked to enough people because there's really good odds that I know that there's probably 20 different people. That probably has a more tough story and has a a more tough life than you do. So there's no value in thinking that your life is this horrendous because you probably haven't talked to enough people and heard their story. Life is riddled with difficulties, ups and downs. And the weird thing about it is the difficulties that are placed in our lives, we'd probably prefer those difficulties over somebody else's. So with what you're dealing with, how are you handling it? And are you embracing the now of today? Shermzo.